Hey, I'm Dr. Ariana Demers. I'm an orthopedic sports medicine surgeon, and I have successfully integrated orthobiologics into my busy practice so that I can provide a continuum of care and treat patients who are in the gap. The gap is this gray area in orthopedics where standard conservative treatments have not been effective, but surgery may not be warranted. And we usually tell our patients, come back when it's worse. What? These are your patients coming to you for help. Orthobiologics is that solution that can fill the gap and help you treat your patients who are in your office looking to you for help. Orthobiologics can also be an excellent treatment for frustrating problems without good surgical outcomes. This podcast will help you create the orthobiologics business that will make you love your job again. We will focus on the value of orthobiologics, patient selection, how to talk to your patients about money, office setup, and other logistics. If this is something you've always wanted but don't know where to start, join me in the business of orthobiologics podcast. So you may wonder why orthobiologics, and more specifically, why PRP? Here's what we'll cover today. Why PRP? Where does it fit into my practice? Why it improves your patient satisfaction? Why it improves physician satisfaction? And how to serve your existing patients better? There's a gap in musculoskeletal care. This continuum of care from physical therapy and non-invasive treatments to surgery, there seems to be a missing portion of the care. And this is where PRP fits in between bracing and PT just after cortisone injections and before surgery. It also may be quite helpful for frustrating problems that don't have any good solutions. And I think this is a new solution for those in-betweeners, those patients who have failed conservative treatment but aren't ready for surgery yet. It also creates happy patients. I mean, honestly, nobody wants surgery. And it also creates happy doctors. You need to get paid for what you're worth. There's also mounting evidence-based medicine. We have 36, or maybe even more now, randomized controlled trials showing efficacy of PRP. And that may be better than what we're doing now in surgery. So the question is, is where does this fit in my practice? I really love PRP for these symptomatic non-surgical patients. Partial thickness rotator cuff tear in the face of arthritis, ligament strains that have failed non-surgical treatments of bracing physical therapy, anywhere I'm using cortisone. Historically, I now consider platelet-rich plasma. It is a great anti-inflammatory and has really good anti-inflammatory effects. I use it instead of hyaluronic acid, uh, and it's definitely longer-lasting hyaluronic acid. We know lasts between 6 and 12 months. And the most recent literature shows that platelet-rich plasma probably uh, lasts approximately 12 to 18 months. This also, platelet-rich plasma has also been used for as a disease-modifying treatment, especially uh, in tendon and ligament tears where we have seen stopping the progression of disease. In osteoarthritis, it can definitely slow the progression of disease. And we know even at the two-year mark, the need for progression to total neuroplasty is quite low. 
And then I also use it instead of surgery for a number of things. I know this sounds crazy. I'm an orthopedic surgeon and I use injection-based therapies instead of surgery. But there's lower risk with similar outcomes. And we might have better patient satisfaction with this. So patients are always looking for a more natural approach. They're looking for no surgery, less downtime, less invasive. And they're always worried about, you know, masking the symptoms with cortisone or being reliant on a brace. And platelet-rich plasma starts to become closer to a solution than just symptom relief. I think there's more options for patient autonomy. And we can empower our patient with more good choices for their disease process. Now, let's talk a little bit about physician satisfaction. You know, in the face of declining reimbursement, high volume practices to make up the difference, there's less risk. You know, if I want to talk about risk of total neurothroplasty versus risk of a platelet-rich plasma injection, it's a very low risk of infection, very minimally invasive, and let's be clear, we get more money for the same work. I get paid the same whether I do a total neurothroplasty or a platelet-rich plasma injection. Additionally, it's not dictated by insurance, so we have less documentation, less hoops to jump through, no prior authorizations needed, and we don't need that full machine behind insurance company requirements since it's not covered. And honestly, I actually feel like I'm helping patients. I'm using disease-modifying treatments that are minimally invasive and low-risk. This is especially in face of those treatments that may or may not be beneficial. You know, I talk to my patients about the risks of cortisone, and uh, we all use cortisone on, you know, my use has decreased quite a bit, but cortisone is not benign. It causes elevated blood sugar, it causes ligament rupture, and it does escalate arthritic change faster than normal saline or platelet-rich plasma. Additionally, this helps to have ability to share decision-making with our patients. We have more time within the cash pay structure to discuss all options and all risks and benefits to help the patient uh, decide what's right for them. Additionally, a cash practice financial structure allows for time for good doctoring. You can listen to your patients for longer than seven minutes and hear the nuances of what's happening. Now, do I have to advertise? Do I have to run out and get a whole bunch of new patients? No. You just serve your existing patients and These patients are sitting in your office. They're coming to you for help to get better. You know, in my practice, my motto is I am getting patients better by any means necessary. And that may include platelet-rich plasma. In a standard orthopedic practice, about 25% of patients need surgery. About 25% do well with bracing and physical therapy. But what about the other 50%? What are we doing for them? They're sitting in our waiting room looking for answers. If we solve their problem, we don't need repeat visits. We don't need more appointments on our books. 
Patients value their time. So you can just help them not need you and not come back again and again and again. That's why we're here today to learn how to add and integrate platelet-rich plasma into your practice, even if you don't know how to start. That's why we're here. Now let's get to the how to do it. This has been Ariana Demers. Join me for my next episode in the business of orthobiologics. This has been the Business of Orthobiologics podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to know more, please join us on the website prp-now.com and click on the free masterclass. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to get more guidance on integrating PRP in your busy practice. Bye for now.